What happened to all of the Viking warriors, the Boer farmers who held off the entire British military outnumbered 10 to 1, fought them to a standstill, or only defeated by treason and intrigue? Okay, hold on, folks. That's uh, Pastor Martins, I presume. <laughs> right. Okay, Pastor Martin. Good evening, Pastor. Yeah, I was prepared to go on without you because I was unable to uh, contact you, but thank you for calling in. All right. Yes. Okay, we are on right. the air see, already. Just... Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Good evening, Pastor. Yes. And I was just going to talk about uh, the, well, the farm murders, and you had sent me several links uh, after last week's show. And uh, if you want to just go ahead and talk about that real quick while I uh, bring up a couple of uh, items uh, online. Go ahead. Yes, good evening to uh, you, Pastor Eli, and also to our listeners across the globe. Uh, yes, um, things in South Africa are changing by the day. Uh, it is also with, uh, not without significance that uh, Julius Malema, uh, having on so many occasions having called his uh, uh, troops because they no longer just civilians they uh, are, they are armed um, and regularly uh, there are events where uh, some of the EFF members and also of course the uh, ANC members are actually uh, caught red-handed after attacks or during attacks where they uh, are then overwhelmed and uh, taken into custody and yielding and wielding um, automatic rifles, military rifles. In South Africa, we have something similar to the M1, which is called the R1. It's, an, uh, uh, it's a, uh, produced, it's a French uh, weapon. Uh, and um, these are standard issue by the South African uh, military or the South African uh -huh. Defense Force, and they are caught with these weapons in hand. Right. And uh, uh, also, over and above that, they are also equipped with uh, backpacks that enable them to block, uh, do a, a RF block uh, in, 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 of course, uh, a attempts to uh, prevent any calls being made via cell phone or radios. Right. So they have these backpacks that are used by military uh, to prevent uh, EM electromagnetic uh, communications. Uh -huh. okay. uh, so they are very well equipped for that and they uh, yeah. are also equipped with, with uh, uh, of, course, of course, with police, um, South African police issued uh, hand weapons uh, it, it is an absolute atrocity, which uh, the, the events that are now busy taking place. Right. But okay, right, hold on. So you're saying that these people are actually commandos outfitted by the government and not random blacks just going, wandering around killing white farmers. That's what you're saying, right? Absolutely. Absolutely, okay. Pastor. These, um, in, in fact, they are um, cabinet ministers involved with, with right. um, th this this uh, incitement uh, to a murder and maim uh, whites. Right. Uh, also something else which is um, also very important is that um, Julius Malema have called on his uh, followers to 
get whites out of their houses whatever way possible. And um, <laughs> if you look at the news, you will find that there are numerous places across South Africa where fires, wildfires, have become um, virtually impossible to, to, um, to quench these fires because of the type of terrain. Uh-huh. And uh, quite a number wow. of people have perished in that, uh, a lot of properties, houses. Now, this has been ongoing uh, ever since um, about two years ago, where they uh, actually um, focus on specific areas for the um, uh, torching of um, the, the properties or the setting to fire uh, the felt. And um, I received a message on uh, on WhatsApp, uh, I think the day before yesterday, uh, wherein a, uh, a white woman, uh, the farmer's wife, actually calling for help. She said that from the window where she's standing, she can see how these saboteurs are actually um, uh, setting fire to their, their, their crops and their, right. their fields, their wheat fields. And this has been ongoing for some time. Um, because we are experiencing a time of drought, uh, the Western Cape is in particular have experienced drought now for a number of years in spite of the good rains uh, that we've had in certain places over the uh, past uh, rain season. There are areas which are still extremely dry and in Oatswaran, where I currently live, there are water restrictions. In Cape Town, there are still water restrictions because the reservoirs did not fill up. They uh, did not fill up like they should have during the rainy season. But um, uh, th- there's a drought still in place. And uh, uh, one wonders how much of these fires, well, how many of these fires and these fire events are in fact orchestrated by the government themselves. Sure. Sure, absolutely. Well, uh, now Van Rensburg predicted that World War III would begin during a time of a great South African drought. Okay, and we see all the turmoil in Europe, (laughs) right? And the racial turmoil everywhere on the planet. Yes. Uh, I just posted this link to 400 farm attacks, 64 farm murders in South Africa in 2018. Okay, now that doesn't sound like a lot of people compared to 6 million Jews, but these people are being murdered by uh, the conspiracy of the ANC, the Rothschilds, the Freemasons, etc., etc. So the lives of white people are given no credence whatsoever. In fact, here's a side note from this. uh, I just posted it in the chat room. A side note, police arrest Limpopo EFF chief, that's the Economic Freedom Fighters, who are blacks, right? Uh, Limpopo EFF chief whip on car theft and hijacking charges, okay? So the EFF chief was just arrested on car theft and hijacking charges. This gives you an indication of what manner of people these are. Boston... In Parliament, the South African Parliament, if you consider that the previous president, Jacob Zuma, had more than 720 official charges against him for corruption, bribery, all types of uh, uh, felonies. 
even uh-huh. before he was even before he was appointed remember he was never voted in but he was appointed as the president now one wonders whom appoints these people other than those that pull the strings yeah uh, and Sina van Rensburg also prophesied about a so-called uh, what is in called in Afrikaans a Dwarnbos regering a a thorn bush government. Okay, now, <laughs> right. <laughs> one, one need not ask uh-huh. whom would be that that thorn bush government. Right. Pulling well, okay. The from yeah, n- numbers uh, forty-four. Oh, uh, I forget the exact uh, citation, but the Book of Numbers said that uh, because we we Israelites failed to exterminate all Edomites when we had the chance, they would return to be pricks in our eyes and thorns in our sides. Back to you. Yes. Yeah. Pastor, yes. Um, it, it 844, is, I believe uh, it was. The, the, Go ahead. The, the more that one goes into the history of the Boers, you, the more you discover how the Boers had been deceived because of their association. Remember, they became associated with the Cape Dutch Afrikaners churches. Right. To such an extent that they eventually started their own church, which is a, um, a branching off the Dutch Reformed Church, becoming the Dutch or the Nederdeitz Hervormde Kerk, which is a the reformation of the Reformed Church. Okay. That's basically what it means. And the, the Boers, having been indoctrinated to believe that these Edomites presenting themselves as Jews no no presenting themselves as uh, Cape Dutch Afrikaners oh okay because that yeah yeah, okay back to because because these Cape Dutch Afrikaners in fact the Cape Dutch were descendants of the Kazarian Jews and they came to South Africa for to for one purpose, and that is to exploit the position of the Cape for financial and commercial purposes. Right. So that they could, so that they could manipulate the European market for yeah. opium and, um, of course, for spice. But right. the, the prime thing was the opium. They wanted to control the opium. It was, and and eventually also um, the 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 uh, brothels in places like. And Poland, etc. Yeah, the Jews are in Las Vegas too. <laughs> All right, just like here in exactly. America, right? Okay, that, that, that brings yes. up an interesting question. Now we know, and you have explained to our listeners many times, that the Cape Dutch exploited the Boer farmers, and even charged yes. began to charge the Boer farmers for their uh, travel expenses, and they had to actually the Boer farmers had had to travel back to Europe in order to pay their travel expenses, and then come back. So they charge double, as it were, you know, for traveling uh, expenses. The, yeah. That, that specific was uh, rife with the release of the slaves, because there were Boers that did have slaves. Okay. But these slaves, they, of course, the British government having um, called for the release of all slaves, I think it was in 1834, um, the... the uh, only way in which these Boers could be rewarded for the slaves that they had bought from the ah, Cape Dutch and I from see. the British uh-huh. was to have to be recompensated in some office in London itself. So they had to now travel to London. They had to get a, an officiated document from the Cape 
right. that indicated that they had in fact released the, their slaves, but they could only get their money back for the slaves by traveling to London, okay. obtaining with that document that indicated, so, so it was pointless, they would... Yeah, and, um, and they got it, 50 cents, right? It was hardly worth the effort, the, right? But the other thing was, there were Cape Dutch Afrikaners that purported to be agents for and behalf of obtaining their money. I see. And they would actually give these Cape Dutch Afrikaners, on those days, they, they were no Afrikaners other than the... The colored people under Jonker Afrikaner room were, were Afrikaners because they were Cape Dutch. Initially, they were Dutch, and then they became the Cape Dutch. And these Cape Dutch, what these Cape Dutch did, they, they would actually get a number of these Boers and also of their own people's certificates of release of the slaves, and they would go back to England and stay in England. Uh-huh. They would not return not the money re- for not the bring poorest. the money back. Right? Yeah. Exactly. And there Typical was, Jew scam. There was no, yeah. There was no recourse that the Boers could take in op, in, in regaining that money. So it was money down the drain. <laughs> right. So well, we keep Boers, telling our listeners: never trust a Jew. <laughs> never trust a Jew. More evidence. And even if even if they are disguised as Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Don't trust them. And this is something that I have told so many times on Facebook, on Twitter, and also on WhatsApp, in WhatsApp groups. Our people never learn. Initially, I had had such a lot of resistance. People that I have have deemed to be uh, Boers for numbers of years. You Mm -hmm. you can recall when we we set foot on the Blood River terrain... um, in, in 2014. Yes. Re- re- remember those two short men that when when I demanded the Cape Dutch Afrikaners national with what I deemed to be the the um, uh, freedom flag, right? The orange the orange bar on the top was uh, otherwise exactly the same as the Boer flag. Right. That short man had been a friend of mine. In fact, we had been working together on. Uh, radio stations, etc., and he he called himself um, his his second name. His first name is Johan. His second name is was on, on Facebook. He called himself Burki because okay. he's small in stature, but he has become one of my biggest resistance uh, creators. Uh-huh. Right. In other words, and he gives himself out as an Afrikaner now. He's a Bura Afrikaner, a okay. proud Bura Afrikaner. But there has never been a Bura Afrikaner in the history, uh, other than right. after, 1980, after 1984, when the Freemasons had uh, set on their path. Uh, P.W. Buta had been ousted, okay. and F.W. de Klerk had been put in place as uh, at, the, at that stage as acting president of South Africa and the ball was set in motion for the inauguration of young uh, of, of Nelson Mandela as South right. Africa's first right. black president okay so a Boer Afrikaner you're saying is like saying a black white person <laughs> okay the, they're different it, they're it, not yeah yeah, yeah it, it's exactly what I'm saying it's like calling an and an and, uh, Israelite Edomite. Right. Because that is what it is. You, They're opposites. You're talking yes. about totally different 
bloodlines. Yes, exactly. And you know the importance of the bloodlines in terms of the way in which Father Yahweh treats people. He hates Esau. Yes, he right. Hates Esau, but he well, loves yeah, it was on the on the bloodlines show this morning. Uh, Pastor Steve and I you know, explained how Herod the Edomite took over the reins of power from Judah, you know, the pure-blooded Judahites, the Hasmonean dynasty, murdered all of the uh, reigning, you know, the, the heirs of the Judahite dynasty with the help of the Romans. Uh, so here we see, again, the Edomites working with the British Empire in your country, exterminating your people, and then you get the blame. You're the ones who are called racists. Correct. For defending yourselves. All right. Yeah, yeah. This is how it works, folks. Uh, this is from South Africa Live. 460 farm attacks, 64 farm murders in South Africa in 2018. From January 1 to December 31, 2018, there were 460 farm attacks and 64 farm murders in South Africa. That equates to one farmer being murdered every 5.7 days and 1.3 farm attacks per day on average. So let's round it off to every six days. A white boar farmer uh, is murdered. And the international media says, no, that's not a problem. Why pay attention to white people being murdered? That's not genocide. Okay. Also the, Go ahead. The, the, the important thing was, or is, the fact that from 1948... Was the the um, victory of the the Cape Dutch Afrikaners, but the National Party, having um, won the elections in 1948, up to and including 1994, with the so-called democratic elections, there were just over 22,000 blacks that were killed, which was most of were black-on-black black violence. Right. In other words, it was 22,000 blacks that had been killed in black-on-black, black, including black-on-black black violence. Right. Okay? But now you must remember that South Africa was also in a state of war with terrorists on the borders. So all-inclusive, 22,000 blacks killed because of the act of war that they had initiated. Right. As opposed to 85,000 whites since 1994. Right. Now, if you consider, for example, the ratios, the ratio of white on black murders over the, the uh, from 1948 to 1994, the ratio of blacks that were killed by whites negligible against the number of whites that have been killed by blacks since 1994. Right. In other words, the ratio is something like 76 to 1. Yeah, yeah. Yet, when one considers the uproar that was wrought about by the international media over the so-called killing of the blacks, against what the, the total yeah. silence which is Blamed now, on whites, which is false. Which is fa absolutely yeah. false. Mm -hmm. But 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 also one must remember that so many of these uh, um, false false well these false messages that are being brought about or that have been 
distributed across the globe are done by Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Okay. In other words, w one cannot understand why these Cape Dutch Afrikaners um, owning massive media institutions uh, are, yeah. are so silent about the, the, the attacks on farmers and uh, it, it can only be because of agendas, a wicked, demonic, satanic agendas which That's they right. have been maintaining ever since the first Boers arrived on the, 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 the uh, shores of the Cape. Right, right, right. All right, continuing with this article, whilst the South African President Cyril Ramaphosa Fosa, and the ANC government is denying the existence of these attacks, right, and the mass media is not reporting them, the horrific fact is that the white minority are under siege, and black leaders are openly calling for the killing of whites, as we reported last week. Okay, yes. uh, it's uh, you know, so it it must be becoming obvious to people more and more every day that the mass media, even though they don't realize it's Jew controlled, is simply not telling the truth about anything, and it's all propaganda designed to create what designed to create what a mass uh, what's the Extermination. Yeah, well, mass extermination of whites via creating a delusion, a delusion that it's uh, white people are safe anywhere they go, which is a lie. <laughs> white people are not safe anymore anywhere. Back to you. Exactly. Okay. Yes, Pastor, um, it, it, it is clear, extremely clear, that there is an agenda. It follows an agenda. It's been following this agenda ever since the, the, the first Anglo-Boer War. People don't realize that this is not an agenda that was quickly decided in 1993 uh -huh. to set about these things. These things have been orchestrated against the Boers for the past 160 years. There was a, a continued, continued in, in fact, if one goes back in history, you will find that even in the days of Jan van Riebeek, after he set foot on the, in the, on the shores of the Cape, it was about five years afterward that the free burghers started arriving in the Cape. The people who had been persecuted in uh, uh, Europe for their belief. Very interesting message that I received just this morning from somebody who is English. Uh -huh. he, 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 his surname is Pretorius. Okay. And he came onto my one of my um my my facebook pages which is called boer of afrikaner boer or afrikaner are you a boer or are you afrikaner because what we're trying to do is to have the boers realize that they they have been deceived into making believe or making them believe that they are afrikaners so uh -huh. they have lost right. their identity as israelites now, what this person said, now, now, Pastor, very few people that I have since heard about knew that they were Israelites. In fact, many of them know that they were Boers, but they didn't know that they were, in fact, Israelites or descendants of the Israelites. Right. And for that reason, they, um, they have lost their identity. Now... For the past four and a half years, you can recall, I have 
I have called on Boers to go and research their ancestry so that they can rediscover their unique identity as Israelites. That was my main purpose over the past four and a half years. Now, quite a number of these people have rediscovered their, their, their identity as Israelites and are living as Israelites. Good. And which absolutely Good. fantastic. Yes. But this this gentleman in in English, he stated that he he, he is feeling at home in this or on this page. Okay. And Very he stated good. that and he stated that he had done the research. If he, he, he had felt that everything wasn't right, so he did the research, and he found that indeed his family, his forefathers, were not Christian. These paganistic Christians. And well, I didn't tell him that. I I, I have, on many occasions, I have hinted to that. But the moment that you tell people that they have been following paganism for <laughs> the past three or four generations, they form a sort of resistance sure. to listening to any further anything further you have to say. So I try and coax them into understanding that Christianity is nothing but paganism in the disguise yeah. of the scriptures. Yeah, Ro Roman, scriptures. modern Roman Catholicism and the daughters of Rome, the Protestant churches, yeah. That's, exactly. That's, it's paganism disguised as Christianity. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And um, because in, in, in the church of which I was a member, it was common knowledge that Roman Catholics or the Roman Catholic Church resembles exactly the ore of Babylon as depicted in yes. um, Revelation 17. Absolutely. There's no, Absolutely. There's no, there's no two questions about it. Yeah, but they seem to, and so did I. I misread the second part of that verse that says the mother of the wars, <laughs> right? <laughs> and the um, the the, the, the um, so, so, abominations so, so. of the earth, right? Yeah. And sure. when I, after my discovery of my identity, I realized that these, what is referred to as abominations of the earth refer to these Nimrod phalluses which uh, yeah. overshadow every church or just about every church you, yeah. you find. Yeah, and the depiction uh, of Semiramis and her son Tammuz being uh, you know, used as the uh, blueprint for Madonna and Child in the Roman Catholic Church, right? Most Catholics yes. don't even realize this, right? So, but, yeah, but not, paganism. Not, not just in the Roman Catholic Church. I mentioned to you on the previous program about my photograph that I had taken of the Dutch Reformed Church here in Oudtshoorn, where where we currently live. Okay. And it it, it depicts the, uh, the the pubic area. Oh right, of, yeah. We talked about woman. that last week. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. and you cannot believe the tremendous feedback that I've had on this. People coming back to me and saying to me, 
they never realized this. Uh, they thanked me for opening their eyes right. and telling me that they will never again be able to enter into a church without thinking about those pictures that I have indicated right. exactly what it signifies. The entering and the rebirth out of the womb of the Queen of Heaven. Right. And, yeah. and now Renamed they understand... Mary. But her real name is Semiramis, right? The real name is Semiramis. Uh -huh. but, but now they understand what the significance is of the, the, um, the these um, um, bell towers at the at the, the um, uh, yeah the Nimrod palaces under which the the churches that actually overshadow the churches. Sure. These. Uh, uh, but because they're nothing other than Nimrod Phalluses. And, and they can now understand why there is a Nimrod Phallus, which is... Um, it turns out to be sacrosanct, right? Uh, sacrilegious. Yeah, sacrilegious. Sacri yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So uh, we're living in very, very strange times. But you know, it's all part of the Great Awakening that uh, it was prophesied just before the Second Coming. Right, that the, exactly. the, the Holy Spirit touches people, and uh, they come to an awakening, and uh, we're we're pleased. It's our pleasure here at Eurofolk Radio to assist in this great awakening. It's uh, it's happening slowly. It's not going to be mass conversions of Catholics and Protestants coming to our movement, but those, as you just said, those who begin to realize that they are in fact Israelites, and not goyim and or Gentiles. With those, yes. this message resonates tremendously. Okay, now here from, I just put the uh, link in the chat room. This is from Zero Hedge. White South Africans are preparing for slaughter and removal of all whites within a five-year period. Okay, that's the title. I, I just clicked yes. on it, and for some reason it's not opening. <laughs> My probably just uh, kind of quit on me, but uh, yeah. So what's what's the story here? Uh, we know that the ANC government has told whites that we're going to confiscate your land. Uh, uh, yes. I understand it's going to be less than five years, uh, pretty much immediate. How is that going right now, uh, Pastor? That is already busy taking place. However. There are uh, vigilant whites now. They have um, gone the way of schools. Uh, you cannot believe the upheaval that we've had over the past uh, week. Okay. With white, with predominantly white schools that have been swarmed by blacks, mm. and with these these blacks um, that they they. These schools had been attended by blacks over the past years, ever since uh, the the uh, total falling away of segregation and the um, onset of democracy. So the blacks have been going to these white schools predominantly. They 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 are driven by backs by buses uh -huh. that are sponsored by the black government. Okay. All the way from what used to be traditional black locations. So they're being driven. Yeah, busing. <laughs> they're being, they getting bused yeah, to right. uh, a Jew bus attend yeah. to attend these white schools. Now, 
um, because of so many of these blacks having not passed their, their subjects, they claim, the, these blacks claim that whites had been privileged in the marking of the, the marks, so they are now uh, calling for an action or uh, that, that white teachers in what had been traditionally been white schools, for those white teachers to be replaced with yeah. black teachers out of the... Now, remember, you must remember that for the past 20 years, they every time they find themselves at loggerheads with the people that they have voted into power, they have burnt down their schools. So right. they're sitting with a situation where they, their schools have been burned down. So now they're claiming that they demand to be have access to the white schools, which they did get, but they're also claiming that now the white teachers must be replaced with black teachers. Right. So what do you think is going to happen? Now the standards, the standards of the markings have already been lowered. Sure. To accommodate for these for blacks. democracy, the levels of democracy, right? Yes, I should. Yeah. I should rather have said that the schools have been democratized. Yeah, right. Democratized, in, in, right? In, mm -hmm. in the way in which they mark these, these, um, the, 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 do the marking of the papers, exam papers. Now, uh -huh. I know, for example, in Detroit. When in the 60s, when and the 70s, when Detroit started appointing black uh, police, that the 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 quality of the standards were lowered to accommodate these blacks because they they believed that they could meet all the requirements. But when they didn't, uh, they of course had to to um, uh, either burn down everything like yeah, they either burn the place down or you lower the standards. <laughs> That's how it exactly. works, right? Exactly. Yep. Uh, now, now we've seen, for example, in South Africa with the the um, training of black pilots for the South African Air Force, a number of aeroplane have been down not by enemy fire, but by <laughs> friendly by incompetence. Friendly incompetence. Right? Friendly incompetence. <laughs> um, they didn't I, I know, know how to read the altimeter. <laughs> <laughs> or a compass. I, I know of an airplane that fell okay. because the pilot took the plane for a a a, a, a joyride flight. A joyride. A leisure we, flight. We call it a joyride. Joy ride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Over a weekend, flying over the the particular place where his parents lived. Yeah, showing off with without so authority, without right. authorization. <laughs> so, Amazing. So Pastor, it's absolutely amazing. I can tell you long stories about damage to expensive South African naval vessels that had been damaged because of the arrogance of these um, blacks who had been appointed as, for example, yeah. uh, commanders of these. Yeah, ship um, captain. The sub. Yeah. Oh no! I'd never get on a submarine that had a black captain. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. Actually, I never got in a submarine, period, but <laughs> much less that. <laughs> we, we commands for dive that had been given. We, oh, the, the, two, two feet above sea the, level, above sea, uh, sea, sea bottom. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can see and it. Where they, where Amazing. It, it became evident that they, 
the result was a seemingly a attack on the on the bathtub that holds the seawater in. Uh, because uh. what had happened was a very expensive um, exercise for a commander who did not understand that the sea, the bottom of the sea is the bottom of the sea. You cannot <laughs> dent the bottom of the sea. <laughs> Which he attempted it's to do. dirt. It's land, right? It's hard. Exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah, and and that's why we have black politicians. That's why we have democracy, right? That's why we are. Yeah, that's because why because it's orchestrated by these right. by these Edomite Jews, mm -hmm. knowing that it would destroy the country, and Amen. that is why they do it. They, yeah, they're having they fun. They they laugh at stuff like this. Exactly. There was okay. So I, I finally came up. My browser came back online. Uh, this is Tyler Durden at Zero Hedge. It's a declaration of war. South Africa's president calls for confiscation of white land. Now this is actually an older article, three five twenty seventeen, but we know it has escalated lately. After South Africa's embattled, yes, embattled President Jacob Zuma pledged in a surprising address to Parliament one month ago to break up white ownership of business and land to reduce inequality in the state of nation address in which uh, was disrupted by a fist fight. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the, the address to, to the Parliament was disrupted by a fist fight. It now appears that Zuma's intentions to convert what was until recently Africa's most prosperous economy into a new Zimbabwe were all too real. And as the Telegraph reports, the South African president officially called on Parliament to change South Africa's constitution to allow the expropriation of white-owned land without compensation. Now, knowing the experience of Zimbabwe and how that you know that sunk Zimbabwe into its current uh, hyperinflationary recession depression what uh, you know why you know why not learn from history and not do this unless there is a concerted effort deliberate and uh, not caring about the consequences to exterminate white people over to you Pastor, uh, as so many times in the past the blacks are people that are very easily enticed now it it does not take a a a rocket scientist to understand why the Jews would want to entice these people. Now, when I say Jews, I use the term loosely because Jews in South Africa include the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Right. They have they have been colluding yeah. with the Jews ever since Jan Faribiak. In fact, being an Edomite himself or a Jews ever since their arrival. Right. Yeah. Because they were agents, they were agents for the Dutch, the Verenigde Oost Indische Compagnie, the the company that was formed by the Kazarian Jews in, right. in the East India, in, the East in India Company, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, shipping uh, shipping goods to India in return with opium and a lot of illicit uh, goods that would be considered illegal today were uh, yeah. cargo in those days, okay? And uh, nothing has changed. Uh, they're still dealing nothing in drugs and, and war, you know, and uh, yeah. and revolution, which is what they've, what they've yeah. been doing in South Africa and Europe for centuries. 
Absolutely exactly. centuries. Okay. So, okay. So here's the, uh, <laughs> here's the statement uh, that Zuma made to the people, people of South Africa. Where you see a beautiful land, take it. It belongs to you. Although progress has been made in transferring property to black South Africans, land ownership is believed to be skewed in favor of whites more than 20 years after the end of apartheid. Well, it's because only the whites make the land produce. Right? The the, the blacks have shown a a total incapacity to farm or to run businesses or produce widgets. Or to run a country. Yeah, or to run a country, right? Or a city yeah. like Detroit or Washington, yeah. D.C. Okay. Post, so, post, go ahead. Uh, something which needs to be said as well. Numerous, what used to be very productive white farms, large farms in South Africa, have been transferred by virtue of... Um, this, this, what do you call it? Um, the, the, this, in, uh, this disenfranchising of farms. Okay, right. Uh, well, the, the disowning of farms, right. of white farms, confiscation. Have yes, been trans- have been transferred to black ownership, and uh, over the years, in fact, a, a, a man wrote a book about this. He did quite a bit of research into this. Uh, Doctor Philip Nell. Okay. He wrote a book called. The late or the Great South African Land Scandal. Okay. Now this book was already written in the 90s, early two, uh, 2000s. Okay. And and already in the, at that stage, there were so many of these farms that had been previously been extremely productive, that have fallen in total disarray and in total disrepair to such an extent that it would take years for the ground alone to recover. Right. So it wasn't just a matter of uh, these people walking away with a lot of uh, farming utensils and um, uh, um, equipment, but because of the fact that they had um, neglected right. to, to, to... Okay. Yeah, uh, okay, I hear exactly what you're saying, and I know because, you know, when I was driving around the countryside with you, uh, we drove several hundred kilometers in, in, a, in a large uh, triangle, that uh, a lot of the land is actually fairly arid and takes a lot of, you know, uh, you have to be a really skilled farmer to keep these plants alive in such conditions, much like right. in California. California is basically one stinking desert. But thanks to irrigation, it has turned into you know uh, the most one Lush. of the most productive places on the earth. You know, producing all kinds of right. v- fruits and vegetables. So well, now if you if you don't maintain this, it's going to go bad. And if there's no white it people to it bring it back to life, it's going to stay bad. Back to you. Yeah, it falls in total disarray, Pastor. Because uh, if if they are even biblical. Um, prescriptions in terms of how to treat the land. Right. And if you don't follow that, of course, it falls into disarray. It falls into disrepair. And this, the the, the, the blacks are incapable of un- understanding this. Right. No, and yeah. So, to them, once they find themselves, um, for example, well, the other thing is the, the government will still uh, pump 
financial resources into black-owned farms that have been struck by by uh, drought. However, white farmers are totally left unto their own um, right. resources. Uh, uh, yeah, resources. They they are taxpayers, but they cannot have the benefits. They get nothing of, for their taxes. They get nothing exactly. for exactly. Just like whites here in America and in Europe. All right, we pay the taxes, and we have to shoulder the burdens of government. While the, the while the government gives away free stuff to non-whites, this is a worldwide phenomenon. That man, I, I, wish, I sure wish that liberals would wake up quickly <laughs> to the fact they're being exterminated by this process, and they don't even understand it. They think that all this is all this welfare state business is good. You know, the bleeding heart liberals. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess more liberals need to die. You know, at the hands of the people that they are benefacting, right? And that uh, before they wake up, they may never wake up. Okay. Now, as a Telegraph ad, Zuma's comments caused outrage among groups representing Afrikaans-speaking farmers on Friday. The Boer Afrikaner Volksrad, which claims to have 40,000 members, said its members would take land expropriation without compensation as a quote-unquote declaration of war. Okay. Pastor, How, go ahead. Pastor, those very same Boer uh, Afrikaner Volksrat, uh, um, that is the organization that was started by the uh, F.W. de Klerk Freemason. Uh, oh. Gang, way back in 1984. Oh, that's no good. Oh, sorry, 1983, that I, that I told you about. Uh-huh. They masquerading as, as Boers when they were with Boers. Exactly in the same way as Steve Hofmeyer's grandfather's yeah. brother masqueraded um, prior to the Second right. Anglo-Boer War, enticing Boers to, to join his Afrikaner Bond. And the Afrikaner Bond was, uh, is chiefly the, the instigation uh, instrument that w- was at, the, at, in, at whose feet, at which's feet, uh, the the onset of the Anglo-Boer War, the Second Anglo-Boer War, can be laid. Right now, this is this is so. Um, it, it's such a absolute repeat of what happened already a um, hundred and eight years ago with the uh, Anglo-Boer. In fact, a hundred and 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 hundred and twenty years ago with the onset of the Anglo-Boer War. While while telling the Boers that they must join the Afrikaner Bond uh, so that they can stand together when the English come to steal their land. It was the Cape Dutch Afrikaners Afrikaner Bond that enticed the wars against the Boers. Right. So right. on the one hand, yeah. they, were, they, they, they were luring the Boers into uh, an organization that actually um, <laughs> was at the root of the... But, but oh. the other thing is... Yes. I could never understand why, because it is written in the history books uh, that that had been presented to the schools under the Cape Dutch Afrikaner um, uh, uh, government. Right. And in these history books, it was stated that there was a lot of strife amongst the Boer generals. Yes. That was deemed to be the leaders of the Boers, and I couldn't understand why would they, at yeah. the onset of war find themselves at loggerheads with one another, even at the, the, the president of at the a critical Transvaal moment, was, at a very okay. critical time, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. And I discovered that it was because of this um, this man, 
is 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 um, was called Onze Jan Hofmeyer, but the, the British um, governor of the Cape called him the Mole because of the devious. Ah, the devious way in which he was dealing with the Boers, he could uh-huh. he could entice the Boers to to join an organisation that worked against right. the Boers themselves. Right, the Molemeyer, the Molemeyer, the half mole. Right. Okay. And, well, and, and that is, go ahead. That is exactly that is exactly what these Boer Afrikaners are up to. They right. they have been promising, they have been making promises to the the people that vote for them. Um, knowing that that which they they presenting or that which they are offering will never happen. Yeah, will never happen. Is a carrot on a stick. It, it, the, right. the intents of that is merely to cause division amongst right. the Boers, so the Boers cannot reclaim their Boer republics. Right. Okay. Well, here this article con- uh, contains a graph of the Zimbabwe inflation. Of course, it used to be called Rhodesia. And it was ruled by whites as Rhodesia. And so around uh, uh, one, uh, January 1, 2001 to 2003, the, uh, the inflation rate was nearly zero. Okay, but actually, uh, uh, it, actually looking very much closer, it's about 100 and, and reached 1,000 times. So the inflation rate of, uh, it's actually 10 to 1. Okay, 10 to 1 from looking at the graph. Now, uh, it goes to 2009. The inflation rate now is 10 to the 33. (laughs) Right? 10 to the 33rd power, folks. That's 33 times 10. Okay, that's how much the Zimbabwe currency has been inflated. And, uh, you know, the rest is history. You know, I mean, this is what South Africa is going to look at in the very near future. It's going to be a total repeat of Zimbabwe. It's going to be absolute chaos. Pastor, in, in, in Zimbabwe, they have trolleys for you to bring to cart in the money to <laughs> buy a bread. Oh, boy. Trolleys. Whole trolleys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, these these uh, carts. Uh, oh you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Wheel, wheelbarrow. Yeah, a wheelbarrow or a shopping cart. Yes. So, so yeah. you you wheel in the money to carry a uh, <laughs> to, to, to to walk out to the shop with a bread with a, a small bag, but, right? Uh, it's still the other way around here. We go. <laughs> we yeah, come in with a small but, bag of money and wheel uh, wheel out a big cart full of goods, right? But in, in there, it's reversed, right? But but that is exactly the reason why so many of these Zimbabweans have now resorted to coming to South Africa. Right, so and they can they are, duplicate their process they, here. But but they have flooded the South African cheap labor market. Right. And this is causing putting other blacks out of work. <laughs> right. The local is, blacks are being put out of work, and that is part of the reason why they go on the rampage. And they burned down the shops of Pakistanis, and they shop, burned down the shops of um, Bangladeshis and right. uh, Somalians and the Nigerians, and, and they okay. actually killed them. Right. And this is now creating a situation where uh, what is called xenophobia. Right. So they're creating, and, and again, this is... Which is blacks killing other blacks yet again. That's all that is. But it's, it's a cheap 
It's a cheap way for the Jews to get rid of so many of these blacks. <laughs> right? Yeah. Instigate a, instigate a civil war. Right? And somehow they make remember, money. They remember that the Jews use these what they call cannon fodder. Right. Or cattle to kill off what their biggest enemies are, and that is the whites. That's right. The Jews see the whites as their biggest enemy because they can very can figure them out. By, Yes. They can very simply incite these blacks with simple methods to kill off one another. Right. But their big problem is how to kill off the the, the Jews. Big problem is how to kill off so right. many whites. Yes. And the only way, or one of their best ways, is to bring in these and flood the white, the traditional white countries, with young black men. Yeah. That will rape the girls, etc. And and Here it's Mexicans. The, the yeah. And, and also, about eight, ten years ago, when they started flooding these traditional white countries in Europe with what was deemed to be uh, people that had been um, that, that had been uh, set out of their houses because of war. Now these yeah. wars had been waged by the USA or the Allied forces for the purpose of destabilizing. Those particular parts of the, the world where they could use these uh, the, the, to now flood the European countries. Yes. And, and of course, with the rapes. And, and initially, if you can recall, there were young women that were standing with banners saying, we welcome these Pakistanis. We welcome huh. you. You right. welcome. Now, these, these uh, slogans were, were displayed. Everywhere in South Africa, on South African TV, how these these displaced people, because of wars in their country, are being welcomed by the white population of right? Europe. Yeah, right. But no, they're evil white people. White people are racist and evil. So they, why would they be welcoming non-whites? You know, well, that gives the lie to, to the liberals' slogan yeah. that whites are evil. There's, there's proof yeah, positive. Yeah. Whites would be rejecting them if we were as yeah. evil as the liberals claim we are. Yes, okay? absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's just hogwash, absolute hogwash. So, okay, so how is it going now? Because this is, uh, uh, bringing it up to date, uh, are whites now preparing for a fight? They, they really need to. I mean, they need to keep their powder dry and sharpen their swords because... Uh, uh, you know, this violence is being promoted by the government. Yes, Pastor. Um, there, I, I don't want to say too much about this, but okay, uh, there are whites that are actually saying, please let it start now. Yeah. If, if this war is going to be, let it start now before more whites are being killed. Right. Um, there are people that have been prepared for this war for the past 10 years or even longer. Right. People that have plans in place to, to um, take action, irrespective of what is being launched at them, to take action to survive. Because we are now as, as, as well, the Boers have been in survival mode for the past uh, 100, 115 years, 118 years, even longer. We've been in survival mode yes. because... 
of the Cape Dutch Afrikaners attempts to eradicate the Boers, that, because that is clear what, what the purpose and the aims were of the concentration camps, was to exterminate yes. the, 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 the Boers' women and children. Right. A whole generation, Pastor, 70% of the Boers' children under the age of 16 yes. or 16 and younger were exterminated. Mm-hmm. Expropriate and exterminate. To exterminate Absolutely. the people and expropriate your land. <laughs> right? And, 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 and then blame and, and call and, you and, evil. And then they're, you're the ones who are and, called evil. Right? By the, subjug, by the subjugation of the Boers to the Afrikaners, put the Afrikaners in a position where they manipulate the Boers to remain right. yeah. cheap labor. Okay, well, it, it, the, what you're saying is very be, interesting because I think the only thing that has prevented the total extermination of the Boer people is the greed of the Edomite uh, Afrikaner. Well, now that uh, you know, the uh, Boer people are recovering and producing again, they take advantage of their labor, right, by taxing them, right? And so that's the only exactly. thing preventing the total extermination is greed, is their own greed prevents yes. the extermination. They, they are conflicted on how to deal with us. Uh, Pastor, right. if you look at the whom were the whom were sent to the battlefronts during the two wars? Yeah, one wars. minute, Pastor. One minute. But it, it were the Boers, because the Cape Dutch Afrikaners children were were sent to universities to go and get yeah. themselves uh, equipped to take them the managers and the the right. uh, head of office positions and things when the war was over right. which uh, in fact even yeah. during the war very few Afrikaners went to the war it were the Boers that were sent right. to the war yeah. Pastor thank you very much a All right. very so, interesting discussion right and so the Boer people have become the business managers uh, of the Cape Dutch enterprise thinking that they're Afrikaners when in fact they're Boers very Pastor, interesting no, if, if, no. If, if, if that if that was the case it would have been excellent but the Boers have been deprived any positions oh, okay. I thought, or, okay. or in most occasions uh, Boers were deprived of any managerial positions ah, they see. were kept from from uh, any promotions right okay all right so that's how things stand uh, this is an explosive situation in South Africa and across the world stay tuned to your folk radio where we report these facts without censorship. Thank you for listening. Praise Yahweh, Pastor the Ammunition. Thank you, Pastor Martins. Thank you, Pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise Yahweh. Okay, that's it for today. My uh, my computer is running very slowly. Fortunately, it did, did not disrupt the show. The music doesn't want to play, but we're just about out of time anyway. Thank you all for listening, and tell everybody you know about your folk radio and the racial and religious, spiritual, biblical truths that we disseminate here from your folk radio. Thanks for listening. This has been Voice of Christian Israel. Goodbye, everybody, and Yah bless.